Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Welcome to Joyful Eating, episode number 55. So our topic for today is listen to your tummy. But before we get to that, I'm going to share the best bite that I had. And so last night I cooked, I'm seriously getting so into cooking with frozen veggies. Like they're just so easy, so quick. Like, yeah, (laughs) we could have a whole, actually I should do a whole podcast episode on frozen veggies. But last night I made, um, hadn't had, like I used to make paella, like the Spanish rice dish. So I'd bought some frozen prawns and I had frozen cauliflower rice and it was so good. So just in the pan with the cauliflower, just straight from frozen, cooking it until it was just warm. And then with some smoked paprika, a bit of tomato paste and some red peppers from a jar sliced up and the defrosted prawns in and yeah, just finished it with some parsley and it was delicious. So I can't wait to have that again and the recipe definitely coming soon. Okay, so plan for today is, first I just thought I'd share my tummy story of how I learned to listen and then we'll talk about like why listening to your body and listening to your tummy is so fun and beneficial and then we'll actually share a little bit about how to go about doing that and I'll wrap it up with a key takeaway. So my tummy story, um, basically, you know, weight was something that's been a struggle for me as a food lover, you know, for a, a long time. But, you know, I was at a weight that I was, wasn't like, it wasn't like I was overweight, but it was difficult for me to maintain that. And it was just this, just a battle in my mind of like feeling bad, overeating, feeling bad, fasting, like in that kind of cycle. It just felt stressful. And my relationship with food, like on one hand, I really loved it. But then on the other hand, like, you know, I'd be feeling guilty about things that I ate and all that sort of stuff. So it just wasn't easy and peaceful. Anyway, so a few years ago, uh, my friend Daria put me onto, there was an article published by a psychologist. His story was really interesting. So, and I'll link to the article in the show notes. So he basically was, you know, had gained a lot of weight and just his theory was that there's like a psychological component to hunger and that all he needed to do was like get that imbalance and then the weight would take care of himself. So he did some experiments on himself and, um, in the end, all he did was reduce his carbs a bit. So he, he wasn't going crazy high carbs. He wasn't having like, you know, toast for breakfast, sandwich for lunch, pasta for dinner kind of thing, but he wasn't like going low carb by any stretch of the imagination. And then he said the other thing that he did was he stopped like eating randomly and instead he like just ate his meals. So he ate proper meals and he like just ate until he felt satisfied and stopped it at his meals and that was it. And he said, you know, over the next eight months, like the 50 pounds that he did, so 25 kilos, just melted off because he wasn't getting over hungry and he wasn't building his psychological hunger and he was eating like food that he enjoyed and he was satisfied with his meals and it just all fell into place for him. So I read that article and I was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm going to do that. And of course... I can't remember, like it was, this was a few years ago, but it, did, it didn't work for me. Like I, would, I probably didn't believe that I could do it or that it, that it would work. And so of course, you know, it, at the time it didn't, I just like kind of parked that idea. 
And then a few couple of years ago, I got some coaching from Lady Cook, Corinne Crabtree. And in her, like I did one of her programs just out of professional interest more than anything. And I wasn't really expecting to get that much out of it. But in that, she really spoke about like tuning into your body and letting your body decide how much to have, like listening to your body. She just gave me the belief that I could do that and that it was possible for me to like learn that skill and that it was just a skill that I had had in the past and that I could reconnect to. So I really committed to doing that and practicing that on my own. And it was mad. Like it just, because I believed I could do it, I started doing it. And I started like being like leaving food on my plate and like it was really crazy. And then everything kind of fell into place when I learned that skill, like the struggle with my weight kind of melted away because I was like listening to my body. So the scale wasn't going up and down all the time, like mostly stopping when I felt satisfied. Occasionally I would overeat, you know, on the weekend or whatever. But most of the time I was listening to my body and it just, it was so peaceful. It was so good. I was like, wow, this is, this is like... And it was just, and it was sustainable. Like it just felt really natural and good. Like this is how it, we are supposed to be. We're not supposed to be counting stuff. We're not supposed to be measuring things. We're supposed to be tuning into our bodies and letting our natural system do its job and you know, not micromanaging it. So why do we want to learn to listen to your tummy? So basically, as I've discovered and as I've helped you know hundreds of people when I've coached them, it's really the key to having a healthy relationship with food because it really doesn't matter so much what you're eating. If you are not overeating it, like if you're not eating too much <laughs> of whatever it is, then food and managing your weight and all those things and your health becomes easy. Like it's interesting that modern diet culture is really caught up in like types of foods like fat, saturated fat, carbs, like whatever. And really it's like the quantity is is really the thing. It doesn't like if you have sugar and you're only having like, you know, a bowl at the moment I have like bought an ice cream machine for my Irishman for his birthday. So we've got this really lovely ritual now. I make ice cream on a Sunday we have ice cream like at dinner on Sunday night. And like I have a bowl, like it's a small bowl, like half a scoop, but I love it. I feel really satisfied having it and I'm not overeating it. And you know, it's not a problem for my blood sugar. It's not a problem for my weight. <laughs> like it's just that quantity piece is really big. If I was having huge bowls of ice cream every night, it would be a completely different story. So, so the really cool thing about like why we want to do this, A, it makes gives you a healthy relationship with food and B, like it means that there's no, no foods are off limits. Like there's nothing that I can't eat because I'm not following some crazy diet. I'm just listening to my body. And yeah, like it's just so peaceful and it feels really normal and good. And the cool thing is that you can take this anywhere. It's like, so, cause a lot of people, you know, they're fine when they're at home and they're controlling their portions and but then as soon as they go on holidays or as soon as they go out to eat or they're eating out at restaurants a lot or they go to, to a friend's place and they're not in control of the portion size, they have no idea how much they're eating and so they overeat and you know becomes a struggle again. Or you know, they go on holidays and gain heaps of weight because they think that there's nothing they can do about it. Whereas when you know how to listen to your tummy, you can take your tummy everywhere because you do you take it everywhere. So it doesn't matter if you're cooking at home. It doesn't matter if you're eating you're traveling and you're eating out. Like I just went to Melbourne for the weekend just for a couple of nights, uh, which was amazing, but a whole other story. And 
you know, I ate out for every meal and had like a long breezy lunch with my friends. And it was like, I had so much fun, but I listened to my tummy like, and it left some food at restaurants and I came back, you know, my weight was completely exactly the same as when I'd left. Like it wasn't, it was easy and it was, wasn't a struggle and it was, it was really peaceful and good. And it felt so, so nice to be able to do that. And same, like if I'm going to people's houses or if I'm, you know, whatever happens or, you know, if I'm at like, actually another time I used to struggle would be like, if there was like a lot of little snacks around of like, you know, cheese and crackers and dips and whatever, like I'd be like, oh, I don't know how much I've had, you know, I would feel a bit out of control there and I would generally overeat. Whereas now, like if I'm just having, picking at cheese or whatever, like I, I know I can feel when I've feel full and I know when to stop and I know how to coach myself to help me stop. And so it just, it doesn't matter what types of food are in front of me. Like I I just have this self-trust and this ability to, to not overeat. And it's so, so good. (laughs) Um, So really that was the secret when I discovered this skill and really mastered it. That was like when everything changed for me. And also when I just, just like, man, I have to help other people do this. And so I decided to start coaching again. Um, so how do how do we actually go about this skill of listening to your tummy? So first of all, it really is comes like most things in life, a decision and just deciding that yes, this is something that I want to do. This is a skill that I want to master. And then whenever you're eating, like if possible, you want to focus on the food. So you want to be present for the food because if you're eating with distractions or you're not paying attention, that does make it harder. Although I will say like that being said, like if you are in a distracted environment, like if you've got small small children, it is still possible to tune in and listen to your tummy, but you just need to remind yourself, okay, well, I'm, you know, I've got these other things going on and just take a few seconds as you're eating to just tune in and actually feel like, how do I feel in my tummy? Um, yeah, first is decide. Second is to like be present, but don't freak it if you can't. <laughs> then the, the third is really just to pause and just pay attention. And it's interesting, like most people that I work with, they know, like they get that signal of, yeah, that's enough. But then of course, all the other thoughts come in and they struggle to stop because they're, oh, but this is so delicious or I don't want to waste food or like there's all these thoughts that come up. So you need to be able to coach yourself in the moment, like once you have that signal to learn to actually stop. And I think the thought that probably helped me the most is just this phrase, it's better when, and just in those moments reminding myself, yeah, it's better when I stop because I'm going to feel, I won't feel bloated later. I'll feel proud of myself. You know, it'll just, it'll feel feel so much better. You know, the, my weight will be great the next day. Like all those things, like tuning into what you're gaining from stopping rather than what you have to lose. And that's the skill. It's like just noticing, pausing, deciding to stop and then coaching yourself on all the stuff that comes up. And there can be some stuff, but that in essence is it. And I do this with my kids, like whenever they're eating, like if, they, if they're if they asking me, do I have to finish this? And I'm like, no, like, what does your tummy say? Like, have you had enough? And they know, like they always know when they've had enough or when they haven't. So I'm really encouraging them. And we talk about how important it is to listen to your tummy. So yeah, I'm encouraging them to stay in tune with those that signal so that it doesn't become a problem for them later on. 
Okay, so that is how you learn to listen to your tummy. Of course, there is more to it. And if you'd like to get some help to learn this skill of listening to your tummy and learning to stop when you feel satisfied, I invite you to join the Naturally Healthy Club. So it's my six-month group coaching program, which gives you a personalized, simple, doable process to change your relationship with food. So you enjoy eating well automatically and you feel good in your clothes. Just becoming this naturally healthy person who can go out into the world and has an amazing relationship with food, can travel and eat out and not struggle with food and be, be in balance. So if you're, that sounds interesting, we enroll for that twice a year. For more details, um, just go to Stone Soup. There's a link in the show notes or if you Google Stone Soup, which is my blog, and click on the coaching tab. It's really fun and I would love to welcome you in. Okay, so have a gorgeous week and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.